Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 15th of September. The Sydney nursing home at the centre of a deadly COVID outbreak last year has again been locked down after a positive case. A doctor who has COVID visited Newmarch House near Penrith three times, including earlier this week. Testing is now underway and it's believed a number of residents are vaccinated. 19 residents died at the aged care home last year after a COVID outbreak. Meantime, a glimmer of hope in New South Wales, with the state seeing a slight drop in new infections. 1,127 new cases were recorded yesterday, the lowest in nearly a fortnight. Epidemiologist Professor Nancy Baxter says it is promising. Undoubtedly, um, the vaccination rate has helped as well, but it does seem how quickly the numbers started dropping off uh, couldn't be explained just by vaccination and are more likely to be much more likely to be with uh, in response to the tight restrictions to Melbourne where the family of a man aged in his 20s who recently died has now been forced into isolation. The coroner initially reported the man had died of cardiac arrest but has now discovered he had COVID. Meantime, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says he will reveal the roadmap out of lockdown for millions of Victorians this Sunday. Reopening businesses and getting students back into the classrooms will be top of the agenda. Education Minister James Molino says planning is already underway. We're just this week working through the latest modelling from the Burnett Institute, but this is the last week of Term 3. Then we've got a couple of weeks of school holidays. Well before Term 4, parents, carers, teachers, staff and most importantly students will absolutely understand what does Term 4 look like. The ACT government has extended its lockdown for another month after 22 new infections were detected yesterday, 13 of those in the community while infectious. ACT Chief Minister Andrew Barr says New South Wales has been problematic for the nation. We are all in this situation because of a failure in New South Wales. We all know that. Uh, That failure has spread into Victoria and the ACT. And another blow for Australians trying to get home, with a major airline cancelling even more flights to Australia. Singapore Airlines had opened up trips between Australia and Singapore, with hopes a travel bubble would be established by next month. But the airline has now stopped the flights between October and December because of high COVID case numbers and low vaccination rates. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To Victoria and a group of teachers is refusing to return to the classroom until the state government makes vaccinations mandatory for school staff and eligible students. James Lake in Melbourne says the hardline stance is being pushed by a breakaway group from the Education Union. The plan is being backed by 48 delegates from the union Taj passing a motion for Victorian schools to be made safer in the pandemic. The teachers want the jabs in the arms of every staff member as well as eligible students before face-to-face learning resumes. Kids as young as 12 are now able to get Pfizer from this week. School staff in New South Wales have to be vaccinated by November 8, but there are no such rules yet for Victoria. Some schools have found themselves in the firing line, though, of anti-vaxxers sending legal threats for promoting vaccines. 
to Queensland and more financial support from the federal and Queensland governments is being sent to border businesses as they continue to struggle through the pandemic. Retail turnover has declined by as much as 70% in just over the last month. Our reporter Rod McLeod has more from the Gold Coast. Thanks, Tash. The border support package is the result of prolonged talks between the Morrison and Palaszczuk governments. Border businesses can now apply for one-off grants of up to $50,000. There'll be an expansion of the Gold Coast Play Money campaign, extra money for a Cool and Gatter marketing campaign to encourage more visitors, and $700,000 has been set aside for mental health support. Business groups have welcomed the lifeline. Greater Southern Gold Coast Chamber of Commerce President Hilary Jacobs says the recent border lockdown devastated already struggling businesses. We lost around about 50% of the people who are working in Coolangatta and the Chilgan and Currumbin area and we lost around 50 to 60% of the customers who shop there as well because a lot of people come over from the other side of the Tweed border. The money is expected to be made available by the end of the week. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. We certainly know how crazy property prices have been around the country during this pandemic, but new research has shown some prices are increasing by as much as $312 every day. Yeah, we, we do know how crazy things are, but it's not until you actually see them as numbers that you realise that the property market has been pandemic proof and some data from CoreLogic actually highlighted this for me. It was based on the medium value of dwellings. So when I say dwellings, it's homes and units. If I was just looking at homes, it would actually be worse than this. Now, it increased since the pandemic started, and that was way back in March 2020, by just over 93,000. So that, increase, that, that equates to a daily increase of 180 days. $180 rather. So what that means is that each day since the pandemic started, uh, dwellings in Australia were are rising by about $180. Now, in comparison over the past 10 years, that price would have been around about $68. So you can see just impact of how much prices are rising. Now, in markets like Sydney, where they've already been high, the rate of growth is even more extreme. It actually saw an increase of $311 per day. So that's houses and units compared to what the decade average was, $140 per day. So you can see how frustrated first-time buyers are. You just can't get that in interest on your deposit to build it. And some other interesting data to coincide with this is that it shows that a number of people now are quite happy to jump in and buy a house without even stepping a foot inside. So according to latest data from CanStar, Aussies are more likely to purchase a property sight unseen than they are, say, to buy a pet without seeing it first. If you're considering buying a home without viewing it first, it's really important to do your research here. Absolutely. And talking about the pandemic, many people, not sure who we're mentioning here, have enjoyed lots of (laughs) online shopping. And there's some interesting new research out about if you do put items into your shopping cart, what that means. Yeah. Look, the research has done more for retailers to help us spend more, unfortunately, Taj. So it's not really going to help you here (laughs) now. (laughs) Because what we're going to see with Black Friday, Christmas around the corner, it's going to be the biggest December 2021 quarter ever for online shopping. I mean, we're already shopping a lot now, about 9.1 million households purchased online the financial year that just wrapped up. So this research is by Australia Post and also uh, Power Research. They're an e-commerce specialist. 
And what they're seeing is, okay, what is it the behaviour that we're doing during this period and how can retailers really snap on it? So cart abandonment. I don't know if you've done this, but I am a queen of cart abandonment. (laughs) I throw everything in but have no intention to buy. Now, according to their research, 86% of online shoppers would abandon their cart if the cost of delivery is communicated too late in the shopping experience. So the tip here is to put the shopping costs up front earlier and you'll get more people buying. Click and collect is another thing we like. We like that as an option. So there should be multiple shipping options available. And then finally, returns. 27% of us have returned one item in the last six months. It's part of the process. It's got to be made simple and it's got to be fairly cheap because if you get that right, you get repeat purchases as well. Effie, great tips as always. Thanks so much. Thanks. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett. The Roosters' trip to the NRL judiciary backfired last night. Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. Sam Verrill's uh, fronting last night, facing a two-week ban for a careless high tackle. He actually entered an early guilty plea uh, but was hoping to have it downgraded to a fine. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Now, he could have accepted one week as well, but that doubles to two. So he'll have to uh, bank on the Roosters, making the grand final for him to play again. Of course, they face the Seagulls this weekend and Mark Guy says they'll be missing a star prop as well. Tucky Aha, wow, that's a big loss. Remember a couple of weeks ago when um, Hargraves was out and Tucky Aha played the game of his life and mm. they're going to miss him. They're going to miss him big time. So the stars are starting to align, I think, for Manly. Yes, the Seagulls welcome back their hooker, Lachlan Croker. Now, the Broncos have released a statement amid claims Tom Flegler and Jordan Rickey got into a bust-up last week, leaving Rickey with stitches. It's been confirmed the pair were out together last Wednesday night. However, Flegler claims it was just a bit of wrestling which got out of hand. Ricky says they're absolutely fine now. Former Maroon Michael Morgan's weighed in saying in his time a blowout like that only happened twice but it does happen. You put any group of men um, you know having beers for three days together some some things are you know it increases the risk of something like this happening. Just a bit of a wrestle so not quite as uh, not not quite the bust up that the Courier Mail made out but uh, yeah sounds like something did happen though Tash we know that. An interesting analogy there Brett. Uh, Richmond's longest serving captain has announced he is stepping down. Yes, Trent Cochin led the Tigers 188 times. He won three flags, uh, one of their most successful eras, if not the most successful era in Richmond history. He believes the time is right to hand the responsibility to someone else. He's entering the last year of his contract. Teammate Jack Rewalt telling Fox Footy, Cochin can be proud of what they've achieved together. It's a long time as captain um, and can be credited with the shift of the whole football club along with the, the coach, Damien Hardwick. Uh, arguably, maybe the greatest captain of, of Richmond of all time, probably just behind Captain Blood, uh, Jack Dyer, and just did everything right. Now, the AFL is working on a vaccination policy it's preparing to release next week. Some reports it won't be mandatory for players to receive a jab, but government and business rules will make it uh, mightily tough for them to play if they choose not to. The rules will be in place by the time clubs return to pre-season training, Tash. And Brett, how good is this? The World Surf League finals are underway and an Aussie is chasing a slice of history. Yes, Stephanie Gilmore, of course, watching this this morning in California. That is live, the World Surf League Finals. Chance of uh, winning her eighth world title. That would be a record going past Lane Beachley. Sally Fitzgibbons is bidding for her first, and she's well in contention as well. So, uh, yeah, certainly a close battle there in the World Surf League Finals in California this morning. We wish them all the best. Brett, thanks so much. Thanks, Tash. 
and talk about a lot of love during lockdown, New South Wales is seeing a pandemic baby boom. Between April and June this year, more than 19,000 babies were born in public hospitals, and that's the highest number since reporting began. New South Wales Health says it corresponds with the height of the pandemic in New South Wales in 2020. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day, stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.